Hello. Before we get started, would you please join me in a moment of silent prayer for the people of Ukraine? Are you weighed down with grudges? I mean, it's easy to do, right? It, it kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. You know, maybe it's a close relationship, like maybe a marriage or a, a real close friend or, or a... Or a co-worker or a neighbor, you know, something happens and it kind of rubs somebody the wrong way or it's not right and, and it just kind of gnaws away at you. You can't put it aside. You just kind of, uh, and then it goes the other way too, right? You know, somebody's holding a grudge against us. Maybe maybe we did something wrong or, or, or we stuck our foot in our mouth or, you know, something like that. You know, it's, uh, and, and anyway, we, we done something wrong and, and so, you know, I, I know one of my weaknesses, I, I tend to snap, you know, if I'm not careful, you know, and I, in other words, I mean, I, I respond a little too quick and maybe not as friendly as it should be. However it happens, somebody's holding a grudge against us for one of our slip-ups or one of our, uh, you know, uh, slips, and, 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 and they feel bad, but, but we feel bad. So before we go any farther, let's get started with these two discussion questions. Just maybe just be honest with yourself. Do you ever hold a grudge? Are you one of those people that kind of keep count of, of the done wrongs done against you? And then, how does it make you feel? Well, the, the core issue around grudges is the, the issue of forgiveness, whether forgiveness is granted or if it's not. Well, the, the Bible talks a lot about grudges, but it, but it frames that in terms of the core issue of forgiveness. You know, now we're in a series on the Lord's Prayer, and the Lord's Prayer, there's several different versions of it. They all kind of mean the same thing, but they use certain different words. Um, it could be used the word trespassing, or it could be used uh, debtor or debts, or it could say sin or sinners. Well, each one of these words has a slightly different meaning in today's language, but they essentially all deal with a wrong being done and whether that wrong is being held over your head, uh, as in a grudge or scorekeeping, or whether it's forgiven and just released. And, and that, that grudge or, or that score is, is just no longer being counted. Now, here's how the, we say the Lord's Prayer here at Calamo. Uh, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Well, as we read that and as we dig into that, Jesus is reminding us that God's forgiveness of our shortcomings, our trespasses and our wrongdoings against him, it will it follows after we're gracious towards others and forgive them of their trespasses. Because it says he'll forgive us of our trespasses as long as or as we are forgiving others. Well, as we think about this, the Bible points to our heart as being at the center of our ability to grant forgiveness to others. A hard heart um, is one that resists extending forgiveness. An open heart enables us to be gracious and kind. And what I discovered as I was researching this topic for today is how often the Bible talks about our hearts, whether they be hard or whether they be open. Now, 
we can start out by saying what Jesus, Jesus quoted a passage from Deuteronomy when he was asked about divorce. And, the, and he quoted uh, Deuteronomy chapter 24, and this would be in Matthew 19, verse eight. And Jesus said to them, it was because you were hard-hearted that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning, it was not to be so. Well, Jesus was answering a question whether it was lawful to, to divorce a wife, because you know Moses said it was, and, and the Pharisees tended to take Moses as the law. Well, in that culture of that time, a divorced woman was essentially someone who was thrown into extreme poverty. And so to divorce a woman in that society was very harsh and hard of heart. Well, I hate to say it, but you know, human nature tends to gravitate towards being a little hard of heart, protecting what we got and, and, and all of that. Well, the Apostle Paul warns us of being hard of heart in his letter to the church at Rome. This comes to us from Romans chapter two, verse five. But by your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself for the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Well, Paul is also pointing out that as we hold grudges, that that weight of that grudges builds up until judgment day. Well, we need help. Our Lord and Savior Jesus is deeply concerned about our hearts, hearts that enable us to be forgiving with others or hearts that are hard and they don't. Well, our human nature kind of fights against us on this, but there's a source of strength. There is a cure. Our God is an awesome God and he desires to help us. Now the prophet Ezekiel said this to the people of Israel. And this comes to us from Ezekiel chapter 36, starting at verse 26. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you and I will take away your stony, stubborn heart. Now, the stony is a pretty hard heart, right? And give you a tender, responsive heart. Okay, well, the writer of Psalm 51 puts it this way. This comes to us from Psalm 51 verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. So the state of our heart is the key to this issue of forgiveness. And it's multiplied by the linkage of granting forgiveness, but it also affects us receiving God's forgiveness. Because when we are hard of heart, we find ourselves both unable or unwilling to grant others forgiveness, but then Think of it this way. A hard heart is kind of like soil in a garden or a field. And when the ground is hard and dry, it desperately needs moisture. But yet when it does rain, the ground is so hard that the water just runs off. Well, that kind of describes our human nature. We desperately need the waters of God's forgiveness and grace. Yet when we are unwilling to extend forgiveness to others, God's grace isn't able to pour into our own hearts. Our hearts are too hard to receive God's grace. We need the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion, to give us strength to open our hearts. So now let's let's just take another moment and reflect on these discussion questions. What are your thoughts about being hard of heart and then being able to extend forgiveness 
And then consider the analogy of hard, dry soil and a hard heart. How does that explain our inability to accept forgiveness when we do have a hard heart? These are tough questions. Our human nature also wants to put limits on just how many times we can forgive somebody. Now, most of us probably have at least one friend or one coworker that does something that kind of aggravates you greatly over and over and over. And maybe they're trying not to, but they, they just can't help it. They just, whatever it is that's, that's, you know, gets on your nerves or whatever. Well, forgive that person the first time, sure. Second time, third time, well, in our culture, we usually say, three strikes, you're out, right? Well, here's what Jesus says. This comes to us from Luke 17, starting at verse 4. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day, and each time turns and asks forgiveness, you must forgive. Now, in this phrase, the word seven is, is a special word in the Hebrew uh, uh, language. It, it basically means unlimited or perfect. And, and so in this case, Jesus using the word seven, it doesn't mean the number after six and before eight, it means as many times as a person wrongs you. Well, the apostles knew that this was not easy. And, and so they said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Well, forgiving others is hard work. And the disciples knew that, and they immediately asked God to give them strength to open their hearts. And we also need God to help us open up our hearts so that we can extend grace to others. Well, if you look back again at those words of the Lord's Prayer, they seem to say that God won't forgive us when we are unable or unwilling to forgive others. But to be honest with you, I find that a little hard to believe. Now, I do think that we are being warned and strongly encouraged to forgive others. Among other things, holding grudges is hard on our health. It, it increases our stress. Stress. The studies are many that, that say that holding grudges is not a healthy process. Now, my belief is that God loves us so much, he literally can't help himself from wrapping his arms around us. His awesome arms of compassion will wrap, wrap around us in spite of and regardless of our shortcomings. With tears in his eyes, but I do believe this. Now, Jesus told a story that I think underscores this fact. Now, this is the, the story of the prodigal son, and it comes to us from Luke chapter 15, starting at verse 11. Now, it's quite long, so I'm just kind of hit pieces of it. Then Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to him. Well, that's, that's a pretty rude thing to say, right? And being the younger son, by rights, he, ha he really had no inheritance. So this is an incredible statement of a wrong being done against the father by this younger son. It certainly cause for a big grudge, but, but there's more, there's, there's more. Well, the father did that. The father loved his younger son, so he, he gave him his share. And then the younger son soon squandered his property and dissolute living. 
And after a while, he came to himself and he said, how many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare, but here I am dying of hunger in a foreign land. I will get up and I will go to my father and I will say with him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. Now here we have this young man who had insulted his father, wasted a small fortune in immoral living, certainly was not a person deserving of any forgiveness. But this here comes the best part. And this is the part that I think helps us to understand the incredible out of this world love that God has for us as his holy and adopted children. So the young man set off, set off and went to his father but why he was still afar off, his father saw him. Now, his father was looking for him, right? I mean, you don't accidentally spot somebody coming a long way off. His father saw him as filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. The father said to his slave, quickly, bring out a robe, the best robe, and put it on him and put a ring on his finger and, and uh, sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it and let's eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead in his life and he was lost and now he's found. Does God desire for us to have a joyful and constructive life? Absolutely. As part of that desire for us, does God expect us to forgive others? Absolutely. And does God still love us when we fall short? Absolutely. And now for our final discussion question. Are you letting yourself be weighed down by grudges. God calls for us to put our trust in Him, to pray to Him for the strength to be gracious and forgiving. And part of our prayer when we pray the Lord's Prayer is to encourage all of us to open our hearts and let that grace that we receive from Jesus pour out on those around us. God's love for us as His children is the foundation for a life of peace and joy. His plan promotes healthy living and a source of joy for us and for those around us. In our Lenten study, it's a special time to learn more about our Heavenly Father. And during this message time, I've just touched on some of the things that we're gonna be talking about next Tuesday evening. Well, that is a special time to grow in our relationship with Jesus because Jesus does give us the strength to grow in grace and forgiveness if we only open our hearts to him. And this is all about our core value at Calamo of loving God and sharing his love with others and to grow in his peace that passes all human understanding. Now, what do you think? Well, I hope and pray that this message will be helpful for you if you'd like to talk about any of this or any other topic, please reach out. Um, you can call or text me at 517-588-8415. You can use the Calamo connection card at calamochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. Do you have a friend that might be struggling or might find this message helpful? We'll share it with them and I'd love to talk with them as, as well. And now, here's our prayer challenge. Spend that five minutes in each day. If you can't manage that, squeeze in a few moments, or better yet, spend more time. And just repeat the words of the Lord's Prayer. And then 
focus on the phrase that talks about forgive as we forgive. And then think about not only our need for our forgiveness, but the need that we have to forgive others for our own health and salvation. And then thank God for all of our blessings and his call for us to be gracious and forgiving towards others. And whatever you do, talk with God often. And we live in a hectic lifestyle, so you gotta stop the noise. You gotta stop the noise for a moment and then start praying. And now, would you please pray the Lord's Prayer with me? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Friends, feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion this day as we are forgiven and adopted as God's holy children. Open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of his love. God gives us that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track. And next week, we're gonna to continue to explore the Lord's Prayer by looking at the topic of temptation. Another timely message for today. Amen. And now, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your awesome love for each one of us. And we thank you so much for your son, Jesus, who came to us to wrap his awesome arms around us and guide us through life. And Lord, we pray that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion, in each one listening to these words, that you take these words and transform them so that each one of us hear your message that you have for us this day. We pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, I'm really glad that, that you checked us out today, and I, and I hope that you find something useful in this message or that perhaps you find something in this message that would be useful for a friend. I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to talk with them. Either way, you can call or text me at 517-588-8415. The Calmo connection card, my email, all that information is at the end of this video. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. I'm your neighbor, Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. And bye for now.